0: We're building the best internet talk radio on the planet.
1: I'm sorry, this is effective when? It's effective now! TalkZone.com!
0: Time for more Crime Time Live on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, criminal attorney Scott Weinberg.
2: Welcome back to Crime Time Live. I'm your host, attorney Scott Weinberg. You want to join us today? You call us at 248 848. 11.30 in local Detroit or online you all across this country at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-529. We're going to talk a little about what happened with Blago. You know, when anybody gets charged with a crime, and we talk about this every single week, when anybody gets charged with a crime, as of course you know, you have a right to a trial. Now you can sit there and say that Blago tried to Create a sense of uh, positive spin throughout the last year with all his media, with all his even wife being on a reality show. But in the end, you know what you have? You have to have a prosecutor prove their case. You have to have enough evidence beyond a reasonable doubt that he committed a crime. I don't care what positive spin you put on it throughout the a media blitz in that year. You still pick a jury, you still question them on their uh, prejudices and biases, and then you get to actually see what the evidence is that the prosecutor is going to present. Now, the problem is we don't have media in that courtroom watching the testimony as it comes out every single day in federal court. We don't have it, other than the reports of it. But I'll tell you what we do have. We now have the verdict. And while my wife might tell you that I'm a told-you-so kind of guy, I'm not. I don't say I told you so all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm right a bunch of the times, especially in legal circles. But you know what? I'm not always right. But, man, I called it here. They acquitted him on so many counts, but they got him on one. Lago launches this. With a second corruption trial against him now looming, the impeached Illinois Governor Rob Blagojevich launched a second pre-trial media blitz on Friday because now he was acquitted on so many counts, convicted of one, that they're going to retry him. He was speaking days after a mostly decided uh, deadlock panel convicted him on just one of the 24 counts. Think about that. The government couldn't get all of them to agree on 23 counts, only on one. After a a two-and-a-half-month trial, Blagojevich accused prosecutors of criminalizing his political horse trading. And he likened himself to, basically, David battling a federal Goliath. And that's really what happens. I mean, I don't care who it is that you are prosecuting. When it's the government against you, the government has so much power, so many tools, so much money that they can throw at you that I don't care who you are. You are the David in any situation. You know, you can have corporations that the federal government are trying to get. I mean you can you can get large companies that have vast amounts of wealth that can protect themselves against the government attacking your rights. But in the end, it is 12 men and women that are sitting up there in a box that are chosen as your compadres that can sit there and listen without passion, without prejudice, without the memory of the media a year earlier, blasting them, whether he's guilty or Blago talking if he's not. And it's their decision whether or not you are guilty. And they came back and they couldn't decide. They just couldn't decide on all of them for 23 counts of this. You want to join us, you call us at 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130. But minutes after... The guilty verdict was read this last week. The judge declared a mistra because they couldn't, they couldn't decide on all the others. So they got to try him again. Can you imagine how much are, uh, how much it costs in taxes to try him the first time, let alone the second time? Is it worthwhile to do it? And that's our question of the day. Should they be spending the Hundreds of thousands of dollars it takes to bring these kind of things to trial on this kind of a case. Do you think they should retry Blago, whether he's guilty or not? Should they retry him and spend our tax dollars on it in order to get more than one
1: conviction? They shouldn't, but they will. Well, and the And the reason they will is this. The federal government, look at the way the the U.S. attorney has been prosecuting high-profile cases of late. The U.S. attorney seems intent on when they find a high-profile case, Martha Stewart, uh, taking a piece of the high-profile defendant and, and getting them to either pay a huge fine or hopefully serve jail time because the U.S. Attorney's Office at this point is all about making examples. Well, it's painfully obvious that Rob Blagojevich is such a public figure that is so polarized people on one side or the other that if you get one of the people that's in his favor in the jury room, yeah. it's going to be like uh, Henry Fonda and 12 Angry Men.
2: Well, that, let me tell you, every jury should have a committed juror like uh, like they did in 12 Angry Men. But that brings up the excellent point of what was he actually convicted of? You know, it's like Martha Stewart. When you get convicted of lying to the federal agents, man, that is what that is what they most of the time get you. Not on the actual crime that everybody thought you did. It's when you try to explain yourself to a federal agent. You try to weasel your way out of it. You try to talk without your lawyer. They get it as they charge you with lying to the federal agents, and that is Always a clear indication of how they're going to get you. And if he goes to jail, even if he even if he beats these other things, these other counts, and this other trial, man, he definitely could go to jail. On line to a federal agent. What do you got to say about that, Tony? Do you think they should uh, retry Blago?
0: I think they should retry him on the original charges of uh, uh, trying to uh, take a bribe for uh, the Senate seat.
2: Well, that's what they're going to do. I mean, they're not just trying it on. I mean, they got him convicted on lying to federal agents, but they're going to try to get it on basically influence peddling and abusing his uh, position. You think those they'd...
0: charges, I think that they should uh, retry or reprosecute him on those charges. Because yeah. I think he's guilty of those charges.
2: But it happens so much. I mean, can you imagine if they prosecuted every politician who tried to weasel a little influence, Some I mean, they didn't get him collecting any cash. That green not did not politician. flow into his hands.
0: He's not every politician. He is the former governor of Illinois. The state of Illinois is one of the largest states in the country. And for a sitting governor to ex- accept bribes, if, it, if it's true that he did, if they can prove that he did, uh, I think that that is, an, that is a, a, a good uh, case to, uh, for, to be used as an example, that other people who are in positions of high influence cannot do and what he is accused of doing.
2: Well, wow, in Illinois, man, Illinois has so many problems. I mean, how many other governors? I think they had at least one other governor that went to prison, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, Paul uh, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, right? Yes. That's unbelievable. What's the going on Illinois, in that
0: state? Illinois' political system is corrupt, extremely corrupt. Everybody knows that, and I think that, uh, uh, what's the prosecutor's name, uh, Fitzpatrick, I think it is. Right. I think that uh, I agree with him completely in uh, trying to make an example of Rod Blagojevich.
2: Well, I think, what about the cost of it, though? I mean, do you know how much it costs to do a federal trial? Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in something like this.
0: Well, I'm sorry. That's the case. That's the price we pay to live in
2: a civil society. Well, that is a good point. Thanks for calling, Tony. That is an excellent point, is that when do we actually spend our money? I mean, really think about it. When do we spend our money that we collect from taxes that our government has, and who makes that choice? You know, that is, a, that is a question of the ages of how should our money be spent, and should it be spent on prosecuting cases like this? Hey, whether it's in Chicago, believe me, it's still our federal dollars doing it. This isn't a local Cook County case. Or should it be where if it's not that important, we shouldn't waste our money? you want to join the conversation, you call 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130. But I really think that that is the case. That is the choice that prosecutors have to make every single day. Listen, I was a, I was a prosecutor. I prosecuted cases for years where I happened to have been a sex crime prosecutor. So maybe those choices are a little easier made when you've got a five-year-old who's um, accusing a 45-year-old of molesting her. I mean, maybe those are more clear-cut where, because you have an actual, quote, victim that you can point to and say, of course, it's worth it to take someone like that off the street. Now, you don't always know if it's a true allegation, so you got to make those determinations, but when you have a clear-cut, quote, victim or complainant, those are easier choices for a whether it's a federal or state prosecutor to make. But when it's, quote, society, and these are crimes against the people of the state of Illinois or the people of the state of Michigan or the people of the United States of America, then prosecutors have to sit there and say, are these resources properly spent? And every prosecutor makes those choices. I mean, clearly, prosecuting the governor of a state is such a high-profile case. And we talk about high-profile criminal cases on this show all the time, whether it's NBA players or whether it's Lindsay Lohan. But every prosecutor still has to make that choice. And here, clearly, they're saying, just like Tony the caller was saying, they want to get this guy convicted. They want to put him in prison. They think he's guilty of peddling. And they don't want him just on one count of lying to a federal official, to an agent. It's not good enough. And they're willing to go back and now spend whatever it takes, it sounds like, to get him another, to convict him, to try him again. They're not giving him another trial because they want him to be acquitted, my friends. They're trying him again because they want him acquitted. Believe me, Blago doesn't want to be back in court, trying to explain himself in any way. He doesn't want to have to take the stand. I mean, he says he does, but believe me, he doesn't want to be grilled by prosecutors in any way. He wants to play it out in the media. He wants to be able to influence it. Those jurors, just like the prosecutor does, you might think that they don't, but they do. And then they want that jurors, that those 12 people to sit there and decide, did he do it again? So, I don't know. I think that it's something where you don't have a choice many times when it is a high-profile case because the prosecutor now feels like their back is against the wall. Probably because they wasted, they spent so much money in the first place. you want to disagree with me, you call me at 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130. You're all over the country on the web at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's one 1-800- 800 seventy one hundred five two nine. And I want to talk about that. Uh, just the crazy craziness going around that uh, issue of the mosque at Ground Zero, in New York. You know, now you have Miss USA here from uh from Michigan, Miss USA Rima Faki, who is saying that we shouldn't have the mosque. And of course, you know, she's of Arabic descent and they're trying to get her opinion on it. It says Miss USA of Dearborn says she doesn't believe mosque should be built near the site of the World Trade Center in New York. In an interview that aired this afternoon on the syndicated show Inside Edition, well, we'll help to get this syndicated too, syndicated Inside Edition, she said, and she addressed the topic, saying that it's generated a lot of headlines and that she feels that she totally agree with President Obama regarding the freedom of religion, but it shouldn't be built so close to the World Trade Center. Or I guess what used to be the World Trade Center. We should be more concerned with the tragedy than the religion. I don't agree. I don't. You can you can you can uh, object to what I say, but I think they should be able to have a religious temple, synagogue, church, mosque, wherever it isn't going to impede on the rights of others. I mean, I know that. People obviously are so sensitive. Listen, I've been there. I've seen that big hole. I was there. It's still, basically, they haven't decided what they're going to do there. They haven't built anything there. I think they should put it as just a green park and they should make it a memorial that way. But to limit whether or not there should be a religious building where people can worship near there, I don't agree. I think you should be able to be free to worship anywhere you want, as long as it's not impinging on my right to worship. As long as it's not hurting my ability to express my freedom. Oh, you can protest if you want. I'm not saying you can't exercise your First Amendment right to say what you want about it. That you can exercise your right to gather and protest it, but they should have the ability If they otherwise go through the ordinances and the proper procedures of any type of organization putting up a building like this, a business like this, because it is a business, a religious business, but it's a business, as long as they go through that procedure, they should be able to do it. That's my feeling. You want to disagree with me, call me at 248-848-1130. That's 248-848-1130 one of the uh, one of the things we're going to do is try to get to jobs in Michigan and how the laws are affecting that we're going to take a short break and then we're going to I want you to think about this what can Michigan do what can we do to try and help create more jobs what laws can our legislature pass to try and create more jobs here in the state of Michigan this is crime time live I'm your host Scott Weinberg on 1310 AM Progressive Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and keep your record clean? Hi, I'm attorney Scott Weinberg, host of Crime Time Live, heard Saturday mornings, 11 to 12 noon on 1310 WDTW. Call my office anytime to protect your rights at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1. Or go to our website at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1.com. We have payment plans for everyone's budget. There should never be a price on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-NO-JAIL-1. On right now.